2: a Mercedes van. On the road again.
0: Here are your hosts,
3: Dana Southern and Gary Green. Good morning and welcome to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. My name is Dana Southern. I'm here with my friend and business partner, Gary Green, and we are Your Car Insiders. We work for you and exclusively for you, looking out for your best interest and your best interest only in the purchase or lease of a new vehicle or in the acquisition of a used vehicle, whether it be from dealer or private party. Good morning, Gary. Good
2: morning, Dana. And I told Dana that I'm going to tell him, and I'm going to tell you guys, one of the funniest stories I've seen in a long time. So imagine this. I drove past a cigar store yesterday that a friend of mine owns, and I saw a bunch of my buddy's cars outside. And I went in to say hello to some of the guys, and one of my friends that I've probably been friends with for close to 20 years is in the car business and he was considering buying a motorcycle and one of the reasons he was considering buying a bike is one of the big manufacturers of motorcycles is eliminating a line of motorcycles. So they still had some 2016 new bikes. We thought we might be able to get a great deal. So we jumped in the cars, we met at 67th Avenue in the 101, we parked my car and I jumped in his truck and we drove out to the dealership and we walked into the showroom and we looked at these bikes, we looked at that bike, we walked from one end of the showroom to the other end of the showroom and back to the other end of the showroom and walked around a little bit more and not one person said hello to us, not one person. So... I look over while we're looking at the bike and I see one of those little round negotiating tables with the chairs around it. So I said to my buddy, Dave, I said, Dave, grab a chair. So we grab a chair. I said, sit on the bike. Sits on the bike. Call the dealership. So he calls the dealership and the BDC answers the phone. And he says to the guy, explain what that means. It's a business development center. It's the call center for the dealership. You, a lot of times you don't necessarily speak to a salesperson. You're speaking to an appointment center. And this guy was doing his job really good. He was trying to get my all my friends' information, all this. And my friend was going, all I'm trying to do is find out if the bike is in the building. And he's sitting on the bike. And the, finally the kid, after asking numerous questions, said, "Well, could you, could you give me your number so I can call you back?" I don't mind holding. Exasperate, OK, I'll, I'll be right back with you." And we wait about 30, 45 seconds, and here comes the guy walking across the drawing floor. And I don't remember what his name was, but my friend Dave says, "You must be so-and-so. I'm Dave." The only way to get someone to acknowledge the fact we were in this dealership was to pick up the phone, call the dealership, and ask somebody to come out and touch the bike. Now, that was—it only went downhill from there.
3: It it really couldn't go uphill from there, I mean, or better, you wouldn't think, with that type of a start.
2: It took a couple of minutes, and they got a salesman to come over. And— Now I'm talking, we're probably there 30 minutes already. Between the walking around, looking at the bikes, sitting in the chair, waiting for someone to come out, doing this and doing that. And the salesman comes out with the guest sheet, trying to gather some information. And my friend kind of says, that's the information I'm going to give you. What I really just want to find out is this bike's a 2016. You've probably had it for close to two years. And... I just want to know what I can buy the bike for. And the only thing my friend did that I wasn't really a fan of was he says, I need a cash price. Well, he's not paying cash. He's financing the bike. And you don't say that. And for a guy that's been in the car business that long, don't one thing I'm always going to tell you, if you're negotiating with somebody, don't ever fib. Don't ever lie. Just be truthful. If you're truthful with them, you can you can only hope they're going to be truthful with you.
3: And when it comes to buying a car, if you are paying cash, it can be your worst enemy to share that information with. Right them. up front. The fact that you have the ability, congratulations, but that can be used against you, not
2: for you. So finally, it's, you know, the guy goes back and, and finally when the guy got, when, he, when the young salesman got up, I said, do me a favor. When you come back, don't bring a pencil which is the numbers on a sheet of paper, bring the guy that's writing the pencil because he's not here for practice. If the numbers make sense, he will buy the bike right now. Am I correct? My friend said, that's what we're here for. So five more, 10 more minutes goes by. The kid comes back, without the manager, he's just finishing up a deal and he'll be with us shortly. So my friend, and now there's nothing going on in this place. It's a There's nothing. Now, if I was a sales manager and a customer asked to see me, I would probably stop what I was doing, walk out, introduce myself and say, I apologize, for, but you're going to need to give me a few minutes. Let me finish up what I'm doing and I'll get right with you. I wouldn't send the salesman back without me. It's just called common courtesy. So the funny part was when the salesman came back, we sat there for a few more minutes and my buddy was losing his patience and so was I a little bit. And we said to the guy, the salesman, don't mean to be pushy, don't mean to be rude, but we've been here quite a while. We've been extremely patient and I'm going to give you five more minutes because once he gives me the number, I'm either going to say yes or no. It's not going to be a negotiating back and forth thing. And this salesman picked up his phone, called his sales manager, and said, Hey, I just want to let you know, supposedly we only have five more minutes. And at that point, the supposedly only having five more minutes turned it into 30 seconds. And we got up and got in the truck and we left. And we called another one of their dealerships to see if they had a bike. And the funny part was the bikes advertised for $15,750. And I called one of the guys in the dealership. And I actually know the family that owns the dealership. And I didn't want to go that route. But 15750 turned to a little over $20,000 out the door. Math didn't work. No, it does not. But I just thought it was hilarious. It can't start off well if you're not recognized at a dealership. But it also doesn't start off well that when you get out of your car, you've got eight people smoking and joking, standing around right in front of your car, waiting for you to get out, like your lunch.
3: You know, many, many years ago, I think I mentioned this once, but back in the mid 80s before I, you know, 86-ish, there was a lovely young lady that came into the dealership that I was working at the time as a salesperson. And when she pulled in with her friend, the, the front of the building had, like Gary just described, like a row of salespeople kind of standing in front of the building as people pulled up. And as I walked out to introduce myself to the young lady, the first thing that came out of her mouth was, vultures. And, you know, that's kind of what it looks like. If if you're at work, you should be working. If you're a professional sales representative, logic would dictate that you would either be <coughs> with a guest either learning more about your product, following up on you know previous clients, and trying to seek out new clients. What you wouldn't be doing is standing around in a group of a large amount of people, as Gary described, smoking and joking. That is not what most people do for a living. And I think when someone pulls up and sees that, not only does it make a bad first impression, but it also gives an impression of how that company might do business. Just my opinion. Anyway, you know, there was something that came out this past week where the, the debt on auto loans has exceeded $1.01 trillion. That's active loans as of one of the
2: credit bureaus this past week. But I wonder how much the debt is on, on homes. I bet it's a much bigger number. <laughs> you know, and the thing about it is, you know, very few people have the ability To really write a check for a car, I would say it's less than 20% of the people that I help want to write a check for a car. Now, I helped a gentleman the other day buy a truck. And it was kind of funny because he was referred by a friend, and we got to the dealership and we picked out the truck that was is close to the truck that his friend had, except it had a couple additional options, and one was the TRD off-road exhaust, which was a $1,295 optional loan on this Toyota Tundra. And the funny part was, was after, while the gentleman was looking at the car, he kind of asked me some basic ideas, and I actually had the screen up on the computer. So I, he asked me what I thought we'd be looking at on an out-the-door price on this truck, and I said, you'd be looking somewhere around this. And he says, you know, that's way more than I want to spend. And I said, then we just need to look at less expensive trucks. And we found a less expensive truck and we got within about a thousand bucks of what he wanted to originally spend. But he realized that his number was just a number he picked out arbitrarily. The number in the computer screen was the math. And I explained to him that you're going to finance the car through Toyota at 2.9%. But the guy was... When we pulled his credit and I saw what his credit score was, I went back to my friend Jim and I said, Jim, do me a favor. Let's do this. I know that bank's rates are creeping up right now, but let's send it to a bank and let's do it at 3.1%, percent, point two higher than the 2.9 and give the guy the $1,000 rebate. Because the guy's going to pay the car off inside of six months.
3: That so, was more than double your fee in savings for your client in that one
2: sentence. Correct. Now, when I met the guy the next day and he handed me the $400, his wife was there. And part of why he didn't want the more expensive truck was an image. He didn't want to show up at jobs driving a $50,000 Toyota truck. He wanted a $40,000 Toyota truck. But the funny part was when I met his wife... His wife was like, how come he didn't get one with leather? How come he didn't get one with navigation? How come he didn't? Well, he got navigation. But it was just funny. His wife wanted the more expensive truck than the husband. It's usually the opposite.
3: You know, I helped a wonderful firefighter. Get a brand new, really loaded truck on his wife's birthday last week. Sometimes ladies do some really special things. I want to send a special thanks to Rodeo Kia. They're located in Avondale, Arizona. They have a wonderful lineup of all the Kias that are currently available with new models. It seems like coming out almost every month. That's an exaggeration, but if you would like to reach them, they're located at 10685 West Papago Freeway in Avondale, Arizona. Their phone number is area code 623-643-9602. And my dear friend Chad is the general manager and within reason. He's a great guy. He'll do anything to try to help you.
4: The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award.
0: Make a plan today to get your house checked.
5: Visit brightfocus.org to learn more.
2: Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm here with my friend and partner, Dana Southern. and we are Your Car Insiders. What's your phone number? And I was just going to say that. My number is 602-525-1370, and you can always reach Dana at 602-679-8324. Special thanks to Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale. They offer a great selection of new Hyundais and pre-owned vehicles. They pledge to offer exceptional service and owner satisfaction. Located at 10401 West Papago Freeway in Avondale, Arizona. And once again, our friend Adam Breen, he's the general manager there. And he also, great guy to do business with. We don't pick bad people to do business with. No, we don't. And, you know, Dana just mentioned something that he wants to talk about. And... I'm going to, I want to say something about what he said to me because it's, it's, it's what we do. And a lot of people confuse, they do, they still confuse what we do. Okay. We're not salespeople in car dealerships. We're not here to convince you to buy something. We're here to help you make the right decision. And it's called giving you advice. You're paying us a fee to save you money
3: that you do not pay unless we've we been and, and saved you money and been there with you and explained and helped you to understand both what they mean and what they say. And more importantly, not to get you to buy anything, but to show you the best way to use your money and then have you pick.
2: You know, I, I ran into, I was introduced to a very nice young lady. She's my friend's business associate's daughter. And I told this story. And the one thing that's that saddens me is they didn't take my advice.
3: They went the 84 months. At they went five-
2: the 84 months. They bought a Jeep, a 2000... 2000- Whatever her monthly income is, she has over a $500 payment. I guarantee you the father was too smart for the daughter to buy a warranty. She's going to have this car. Now, with the 2000 down, it's not even covering the tax and license. It's on not the covering vehicle. the tax. And it's a Jeep Cherokee. Okay? Oh, not, not like a Wrangler. Right. Now, look up some of the worst resale vehicles. That you can buy. That's a vehicle that if you're going to buy that vehicle, my opinion, you buy one of the lower trim levels. If you're going to go out and spend and buy a, a, a loaded up Trailhawk, be smart. Go buy a Grand Cherokee, but the lower trim level Laredo, it's less money. I don't understand why someone calls us and then treats us like we're somebody selling them a car.
3: Well, you know, I'll give you an example of a, a gentleman who's a dear friend of mine and and he he's always going to be a dear friend and we've only been friends for about 18 years, so not lifelong, but for a long time, and I've helped him with numerous car things along the way. And he is looking for a vehicle now for his lovely fiance, and he just shot me a text on the weekend saying, "Next weekend, I want to go pick up a new block. Well, um, it was just a text. And when I saw the text, I thought, well, okay. Um, But those range from around low 40s and go up to almost $80,000. And so that lease ad that you saw didn't really describe I'm pretty sure what she would like but
2: you mean they don't advertise the low payment and the fully loaded model
3: well as most people should know they show you the pretty car they show you the cheap lease payment on the least expensive car this was kind of a similar scenario so essentially, I said, "And you know, rather than getting that, why not consider you know a couple other things?" So he texted me back and said, "Okay, now I'm going to go get this next weekend." I said to my friend Joe, "I said, Joe, call me because just because you want to go get something next weekend doesn't mean that they have exactly what your significant other wants sitting on the ground waiting for you."
2: You know, and and this is. Another thing, okay, I got a radio show listener call last week, and I helped him on Friday get a vehicle, and he called me up, and he talked about a certified pre-owned car that was a 2016 with 5,000 miles on it, and I told him, why would you do that for a little more than $1,000? More, You can buy a brand new 2017 and have 0.9% financing for 60 months. So we went over to the dealership to look at the car. And the problem was very simply this. They do not make the car that he wants. He wants a 2017 Honda Accord EXL. And I believe the color is called Obsidian Blue. It's a very nice dark blue color. However, it is not available with leather interior that's black.
3: You know, Honda and many manufacturers, for those of you that heard what he just said, when they make certain colors, they have certain, either one color that you can have on the interior or possibly two colors you can have on the interior. In this particular case, the vehicle that he wanted did not exist.
2: So we walked around and walked around, and then I showed him, if you want dark blue with black interior, this would be the car you would have to settle for. And he said, that looks pretty nice. I said, but did you notice something? He says, what's that? I said, there's no hole in the roof. And he says, oh, no, I I want a sunroof. I said, so now what's your second color choice? So he said black with black interior. Now, they had a couple of cars with black interior, but in the state of Arizona, Honda dealerships primarily order their cars with... Lighter combinations. Lighter combinations. Unlike Mercedes, Audi... So the funny thing was, we agreed on the black on black, and when Dana talked about exactly what he wanted, throughout the whole valley, in the color that he wanted, there was one car. So it took 45 minutes for the dealership that had the car to respond to the text about the dealer trade. It then took 30 minutes to find the car and pull it up and make sure there was no damage, both keys and the books, to go in the vehicle. And another 30 minutes for that dealership to decide what they wanted back in a trade. And this whole time, this young man was so patient, so nice. His parents were so nice. The car finally shows up. He buys the car. We go through finances. His parents are probably going to buy a Honda today. The point that I'm making is just because they say that they make it, how many Honda pilots do you think are sitting on any one deal? I guarantee you there's not a dealership in town that's got 10 pilots in stock.
3: If they do, that would be an anomaly and a changing you know, circumstance or very fluid because supply and demand on that vehicle means
2: they don't stay very long. Remember, you can reach Dana at six zero two. 679-8324 You can always reach me at 602-525-1370 You can find us on the World Wide Web at YourCarInsiders.com You can like us on the Facebook at Your Car Insiders You know, I just thought of something We have over 300 radio show podcasts
3: that are archived. If you ever want to look back and learn about a certain topic peek through
5: to be the perfect parent. You should have just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Adopt US Kids in the Ad Council.
3: Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Well, to kind of get back a little bit to, to my friend Joe you know, he had mentioned, you know, the first vehicle that he wanted and you know, I had explained that there's such a big range and then he he picked a different model. But the the bigger key was if he were to pick the model or if his significant other were to pick the model, she she knew exactly what she would want to have. She knew what color she would want, what interior she would want feature she would want so my friend sent me a text basically saying we want to go get this one you know next weekend and so I sent him another text suggesting that he just give me a quick call in the meantime I contacted the dealer that offers the brand to of course check availability of the vehicle he was looking for well in this particular case as of a couple of days ago, there was only one with the color on the outside and the inside and the equipment that she would like in the entire state of Arizona. In fact, it's not even here in the valley. So when my friend calls me and says, hey, we're just going to go pick up this vehicle next weekend, and I suggest that perhaps it's wiser for us to confirm we can find it and just give me a call to make sure and coordinate, Um, that's a situation where my friend, or if you're a radio show listener, this is a time where you want to listen to my advice, because In the case of this particular vehicle, it's now going to be secured so that in the event that he would like to get it this coming weekend, that can actually happen. But if he'd gone into any dealership or if I'd gone in with him this next weekend to to try to help him because he's an awesome guy and hardest working guy you'd ever want to know, then then ultimately there would have been two possibilities. One, they for sure wouldn't have had the vehicle. And the second thing is that the vehicle that shows to be in Tucson could could clearly be gone. And so, uh, again, he's, he owns a, a very successful business. He's wonderful at what he does. And I work and help and assist numerous clients that that are exceptional at what they do in their profession in their line of work with their you know ability and desire and brain power. they are able to to do wonderful things in their field of expertise. You just can 't gain over thirty plus years of of knowledge in an industry. And then focus your life on just using that knowledge to help guide and protect people and then have someone that, you know, buys a car every few years and does a little research on the Internet call and try to educate either myself or Gary Our purpose is to help people. If you want to educate someone or feel that, you know, you don't need assistance and that you can't be taken advantage of, then then, of course, there's no reason for you to contact us. But I've had numerous occasions where dealerships where they didn't know who I was sent out terms and conditions that were simply not accurate. Not only were they not accurate, they were deceitful. If someone would try to trick me, and I promise you on a car deal, you cannot trick me. You can trick me on virtually anything. Let me promise you that too. I've been lost in love and every other category you can imagine. But when it comes to a car deal, there's not a human being that could possibly outsmart me. They may deserve to make a profit. They may deserve because of availability to get, you know, more than I'd like them to in a a certain circumstance.
2: But it's worth it to pay a little more to get the exact car you want. Remember, you can always reach Dana 602-679-8324. You can reach me at 602-525-1370. I want to back up a little bit. I said something earlier about wives and cars. Okay. Any husband that says he buys a car without his wife knows what's going on is either one of two things a liar or an idiot. I would have to agree. And I say it jokingly. What I have found lately though and it's been a it, it's been on numerous occasions. Very successful businessmen husbands have a discussion with their wife after we have a conversation and their wives don't like the vehicle that they're buying. Because it's an F-250 diesel, but it doesn't have enough of the toys in it. He fe- she feels he works so hard the truck should have everything. The gentleman, I, it's a good friend of mine. I talked to him this morning. My wife, as much as I want this car, she thinks it's not, I should buy something more luxurious. Now, I told him it's without a doubt, in my opinion, it's the best combination of sport and luxury is a GT Premium Mustang. You're getting a manual transmission. You're getting air-conditioned seats, heated seats, cooled seats, backup camera. Thing. So it, it's definitely been a change where the wife used to, when I was first got in the car business, anybody that was a salesperson, you always paid more attention to the wife, if you were smart, and the husband. Like Dana just said, if you were smart.
6: Earnhardt Auto Centers is proud to announce the addition of Earnhardt Mazda. The team at Earnhardt Mazda, located at 15350 North Hayden Road in Scottsdale, is open to serve all Mazda owners and those who want a new Mazda. Come in today and let us walk you through our Mazda inventory, including new and used Mazdas with many different options. We are here to service all Mazdas and, of course, have genuine Mazda parts. Stop by the new Earnhardt Mazda today.
0: Remember when a small business needed a landline?
2: Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 96 of the Patriot. Once again, my name's Gary Green. I'm here with my partner, Dana Southern, and we are Your Car Insiders. Special thanks to Earnhardt Kia, located along East Bell Road, minutes from Scottsdale and Glendale. Their location allows them to serve all greater Phoenix metro areas as well as nearby Tempe and Peoria, Arizona. You can visit them at 2121 East Bell Road in Phoenix, Arizona. I know sometimes we sound like we're beating a, a dead horse, but what we're trying to do... Is not convince you. Too good to be true is the problem, Gary. We're not selling you a car. And we're helping you buy a car. And you're not paying us for the service. You're paying us for us to help you. Now, I've heard it more than once that people say to me, I don't feel good about paying you $400 for what you've done. You deserve more. I have heard that as well. And we don't take more. We're not brokers. That's probably the most offensive word that someone can use when they're describing what I do.
3: And, you know, unfortunately, Gary, I feel exactly the same way. But again, people often call even radio show listeners and or referrals that, you know, and they just assume that we're some kind of a middleman where we're helping the dealer and we're helping the client.
2: And, and the funny thing is, we'll, we'll, I'll get a message one day and it'll be, I was referred to you and I'm just leaving a message. If you're Gary, the auto broker, please call me back. Ugh. Yeah. And I, I call back because I want to explain. And the first thing I do at that point is explain. Now, we're, we're, not, we're not selling you anything. We don't even try to convince
3: you to make the decision. I mean, one of our radio show listeners not that long ago looked to me after I'd done everything I could, I'd gotten as low a price on the vehicle for them as I could, the best interest rate terms, and the most for their trade-in that I could. And on their trade-in, I really felt it was worth more money without question, and, and I suggested to them that perhaps they sell it themselves or if they knew someone in their family, because The the dealer wasn't wrong based on what they were going to do with it. They were going to take it to auction and they were going to, you know, maybe make a few hundred, maybe not. But on the open market, that vehicle could have been worth double what they were offering because of how clean it was. So, you know, I suggested that they arguably not trade it. But if they didn't have another plan might as well trade it if that's what they were going to do. I got insurance and other reasons to consider not having two cars. And these were an elderly couple, so they they weren't really too excited about going into and selling a car private party. But the key is this lovely woman looked at me after, you know, I'd gotten everything I possibly could and she said, should we do it? And and I said, "I, I don't know. I I said, I I know that I've gotten them to do everything in their power to give you the the best possible deal that they will or can. And I happen to know these nice people and and they want to help me help you. But the bottom line is either you want to buy it or you don't want to buy it. And that's not for me to decide. And so. If you want to, let's do it. If you don't want to, let's, let's
2: go. You know, and it was funny. Dude, we we're talking about trade-ins. The young man that I helped, and I'm meeting his parents today, he, his parents came with him. And he's a profe- He's a firefighter. I love firefighters. And his parents were, it was, it was some of the nicest people I've dealt with in a really long time. Was his dad a retired firefighter? No, his dad actually is a, he works for the city of Phoenix. Very common. Yeah. So we we're, we're, were talking about some things, and, and the dad, I, I almost laughed because he said, I'm going to ask you one more question. I felt like saying to him, ask me one more question five times already. Ask as many questions as you want. Please. There's no bad question. So we got all done, and I said to the kid, what are you going to do with that 2002 Honda that you have left? you're not trading it in? He says, no, I'm going to sell it on my own. I said, it's got, it's got an oil leak I probably have to fix and this. And I said, well, what do you think you can get for it? He says, I don't know. I think, you know, I could probably sell it for two grand, <laughs> $2,500. Had 168,000 miles on it. And not only was the oil leaking, so was the paint. The paint leaked off the car. <laughs> so I go out there with the general manager of the dealership and There's no paint on the roof. The clear coat's all gone. It's all faded on the hood. It's faded on the deck lid. But car starts up, runs, does this, does that, does this, does that. I said, Joey, it doesn't matter what you say the car's worth. Pick a number. Biggest number. (laughs) That you want to put in the car that makes you happy. And he's going to say yes. He's going to say no. But he's still buying the car. So he says, you know. I'll put a thousand bucks in the car. So I walked back into the office with the young man and I said, John, let me ask you a question. What would you do if I told, what, what do you think the car's worth? He says, well, trading it in based on the condition that it's in and how worn out it looks, I would say they'd probably give me three, 400 bucks for it. I said, now, what would you say if I told you they would give you a thousand dollars for the car? And he said, I'd laugh. And I looked at him and said, start laughing. And he looked at me and said, are you serious? I said, you negotiated, we negotiated the deal. No changing of any of the numbers. The only thing we're doing is taking $1,000 off of the taxable total. And you're saving $1,075 for your car. Now, if you think you can sell that car for 2500 bucks in the condition that it's in, have at it god bless you and he couldn't say yes fast enough
3: well that's another area where unfortunately because people simply you know do not necessarily have the connections or the ability to gain inside knowledge from the dealer they rely on just the internet often for what they might pay for a car Or should pay for a car and they rely on the internet for what they should get for their car and you know I can assure you that often when they guess they guess wrong the the history of the car the equipment the condition the mileage the color who owned it how they take took care of it are things that can be sold and 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 get more value for and depending on your skill sets in doing that can make a big difference in what that car's worth, what you think it's worth, and maybe sometimes it's the opposite of that. Maybe you think it's worth ten grand when it's only worth six. It, it could go either way, but most times you're guessing. We don't guess.
2: You know, we talk about values of cars, and there's a a, a gentleman that was referred to me, and I helped him sell a couple of his cars, and it's something I really really don't like doing and part of it has to be if you can't give me the car I I don't want to drive to your house every time somebody wants to look at the car and he had a car for sale that he was selling for somebody and he told me what they wanted for the car and I explained to George that they were looking for way too much money and the car wouldn't sell for that but we can start wherever you want. And he says, okay, well, we put the car in for what they wanted to price the car out. We did have a couple of people come out and look at the car. And as soon as all the people found out the car was out of factory warranty, nobody wanted the car. didn't even make offers on the car. So finally, after a couple of months, they agreed to lower the price to the number that I was talking about when we first started. And we sold the car in two days. Okay. The guy called the day that the price was lowered, came out the next day and bought the car. He also sold a truck. He sold his truck to a friend and Dana and I sold this gentleman's other truck for him. And Dana sold the truck and got every penny the truck was worth. So George calls me the other day and George has a very special car. It's a 2004 with something around 35,000 miles and it's a Jaguar XKR which is a supercharged V8 convertible. Very nice car. However, it's 13 years old.
3: Which means that the value according to the blue book is probably not impressive
2: at all. So my thoughts were to price the car at the top of the pile. You don't want to go over 20,000. So I said if we George if, from the research that I've done, we put this car online for 19,995. Dead silence. So I said, "What were you thinking? You wanted for the car? 28 grand." And I said, "Where did you come up with that?" I've seen them advertised for that with more miles. Okay, you've seen them advertised for that. Doesn't necessarily mean they sell for that. However, you can advertise the car for whatever you want. America. Right. So you can put the car on Craigslist and you can put $28,000. And if somebody calls you in the first two days, now you never know. You might get somebody that that's exactly what they want. And they want one with 35,000 miles, not 75,000 miles. And they don't care that they're paying too much for the car because it's exactly what they want. But that's it's a still a 13, 13 year old car. So the value of something is in the eyes of the buyer and in the eyes of the seller. And until you can agree to a number that works mutually, there's never a deal. And I'll say this till I, if I was in the car business till I was 100, nobody forces a car dealership to make a deal that doesn't make sense for the dealership.
3: And to clarify that for those of you that believe that you're super negotiators and you're going to go into a dealership that has an army of trained professionals that do this every day and you're simply going to go trick them into losing money because you're smarter than they are. Well, you might be smarter than they are, but they can do simple things like know what their cars cost and understand a business decision. So there are times when if you are on a car that they need to sell, that for their reasons it makes sense, you may be able to get them to do something that they would not normally do. We get them to do things they would not normally do every time we help someone.
2: You know, and... and And the the thing about it is it's not just the price of the car. And sometimes it's not just the deal. It's how you get treated. I mean, even though with that whole dealer trade debacle on Friday and how long it took, the patience of the client, the patience of his parents. Now, if they were annoyed about anything, do you think they'd have called me and said, We want to buy another car?
3: More than likely not.
2: And the father, when I spoke to him yesterday, said, you know, when I watched what you did with my son, he said, I've bought a lot of cars in my life. And without a doubt, that was the most pleasurable, transparent experience I've ever seen. Now, when he uses the words, okay, we, that's our word. It's transparency. And more
3: importantly, not only transparent. But we're only working for your best interest. Hello?
2: You know, and when I sat there with the young man, I I, I had the invoice to the car. And I showed him, this is invoice on the car. And this is what you can buy the car for. And based on adding tax, title, and license, at 0.9% financing, this is going to be your payment. When I came back out, I was off by 47 cents. You're
3: getting sloppy.
2: And it's because I didn't put any cents. But he laughed. And every step of the way, we did that. But very special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located at 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. We are Your Car Insiders. Remember, you can find us on Facebook at Your Car Insiders. You can find us on the World Wide Web at com, And you can reach me at 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. Please understand, we're not selling you anything We're helping you buy a car.